are listening to the Die Hard Racerback Fan Podcast with your hosts, Taylor Stallnicker and Alex Hill. Two Arkansas guys talking about Arkansas sports. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Here are Taylor and Alex. Welcome, listeners. This is the Die Hard Razorback Fan Podcast. My name is Taylor Stallnaker, and I am here with my good friend, Mr. Alex Hill. Alex, how are you doing today, man? Good afternoon, Taylor. Uh, doing great. Um, man, it's a good time to be a Razorback fan. It is. Yeah, yeah. I And I managed, I, I got to see you earlier for, for uh, a hot minute. Um uh, it was good to see you and, uh, and your mom. Um, I'm actually, I'm stepping outside right now. I'm, I'm, I've got, I've got some irons in the fire today, Taylor. Uh, I'm, uh, uh, smoking a pork shoulder oh. at the moment. And I'll tell you what, man, it is looking pretty good and it is smelling even better. Well, that's great, man. Yeah, maybe. Uh, I'm sure we'll have some left over. I might bring you some. Uh, maybe. Well, I maybe, would like that, man. Maybe sometime either later today or tomorrow. But uh, but yeah, man, I love I love barbecue and love love smoking. Uh, well, not smoking puff puff, but yeah. Well, you know what I mean, Taylor. But I know what you um, mean. But uh, so what's um, what you been up to? Well, I'm just sitting around my room in my room watching college football. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I am too. Uh I'm I'm here I'm here in my living room right now and I'm watching watching Michigan State get uh beat pretty good by Indiana. Man, man, uh Indiana quite the surprise this year, don't they you think? They are. Um of course, you know, I I think I think I was prepared for for there to be some some shakeups this year, especially with 2020. I mean, well, dude, I mean, we got I, last I checked, I heard that there were 15 Division One games that were not going to be able to be played today, including right, that's what I heard, including LSU and Alabama. Yeah, which is by far one of the most anticipated games of the season, um, as far as regular season games go. Uh, so, I mean, and, and you know, I imagine, you know, we talked about this earlier in the season, you know, what's going to happen when you have certain teams that are only able to play, I don't know, six or seven games. And then other teams that might get to play their full schedule. Like how, how are we going to decide who gets to go to championships and playoffs? I mean, what's your take on that? Well, I just think they'll have to do the best they can. I mean, with whatever games they can get in. Yeah, and and you know, I think I think that's a theme for for this year is is that we simply got to do the best we can. 
Taylor. I mean that 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 goes with everything. Um, yeah, it's it's crazy, dude. So, um, you know, let's let's get into our first quarter, and we want to talk to y'all. And, and and the thing is, is Taylor, uh, I'm pr- probably gonna have to rely on you a lot for this because I was unable to watch the game. Um, but the red and white game for Arkansas basketball. Um, first, you know, just, just kind of give us a summary of what you saw, what, what gets you excited, um, just some takeaways. Um, what let's, let's kind of, uh, dig into this. Okay. Well, I was very impressed with what I saw from the grad transfers and the fantastic four. I think Devo Davis won the dunk contest from Jacksonville, and I actually got to watch the game on my phone. I didn't get it on my TV, but I got it on my phone, and I'm very excited for this year, man. Yeah, yeah. What what was it? And tell me, um, you know, I'm I'm not entirely sure how this works with how, I I don't know how you know because some teams do it differently. Would you say that one team? had um i guess what you would call the the main starters or what it looked like might be the the starting five and the and the other team was more of you know the second string or did they divide the teams up um kind of equally how, how, what did it look like to you taylor did you get a good vibe on on what they were doing i think they divided it up pretty equally man some of the starters were on the red team and some were on the white team, so. And as far as as far as what you saw, Taylor, what? I, I, and here's the thing, Arkansas, since Musselman's come around, it, you know that they are a dynamic squad. Um, you know he he's probably going to have some folks on the team that are going to be playing close to forty minutes a game, and then but then I you know he's he's pretty good at utilizing his bench um, when he needs it. You know, I I would say, I would say, you know, um, you know, there's probably going to be eight or nine players that are going to be seeing some decent playing time in a game with him. Um, But with that being said, who do you think is going to be his starting five? And then who's going to be that sixth man that's going to go in for, to get, you know, give people a breather and, and maybe, I don't know, just kind of inject a little bit of a, a fire in, in, a, uh, in the team when they need it. Well, I think the starting five is going to be the Fantastic Four and Connor Vanover. You know, that is, that is a very good um, observation. But so, so you don't think uh, Desi Seals is going to be uh, in the starting five? I think Desi Seals is going to be the sixth man, and I think he's going to come off okay. the bench. Okay. All right. Good to know. Good to know. And I had a story so, that I wanted to share about K.K. Robinson, if that's okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, We. I, I remember you talking to me about that. Um, can I ask one more question, though? Yes. Who is going to replace – Isaiah Joe, as far as filling that role of being a defensive 
um, powerhouse as far as, you know, getting those steals, um, being quick on their feet, but then also being able to be that sharpshooter that we've grown accustomed to having. And, and it may not be just one player. It may be one fulfills the role on the defense and the other fulfills the role as far as three-point shooting. Um, what's your take on that? Well, I think the sharp shooter is going to be Moses Moody, the freshman from Little Rock. Okay. And I think that's the same observation that you said a couple of months ago, because I think I posed that question then, too. Yes. Okay. So, Moses, he's going to be that sharpshooter, hopefully. He's going to be taking some some decent shot shots from beyond the arch. What about on defense? Are we going to be able to fill that gap? I think on defense is going to be Jalen Williams from Fort Smith Northside. Right. Right. And what what kind of gives you – and like I said, I did not get to watch this game. So what is what is behind that belief? Like what did you see out of these players that give you that, that, uh, that indication? Well, I saw Jalen Williams get a bunch of rebounds for us, and I saw Moses pulling up from 10, 15 feet, knocking down the jump shot. And I saw Devo mm-hmm. Davis have some nice handles. I just – I was really impressed with what I saw. Now, they did make some freshman mistakes, but that's normal, you know. Well, yeah. Yeah, first game, it's a practice game, it's a scrimmage, you know. And, I mean, we're going to see that um, for – I mean, we may see it for the better part of the year, if not the whole year, from these freshmen. Uh, who on the squad – Oh, I'm sorry. I, I keep on asking questions. I know you have a story. Um, last question. Um, these four freshmen, you know, they need somebody to look up to. Somebody who's been there for a while. Is that person Desi Seals? Yes. Okay. All right. I figured that that's what, 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 what was going to happen. But uh, is there... Is there anybody else that's going to be kind of a, a leadership role? I mean, uh, you know, they may not be seeing much playing time or as much, but but uh, anybody else besides Desi Seals where um, – like who, who who would you say is the seventh man that's going to be on the court? I think that's going to be J.T. Note or J.D. Note. I think I got it right yeah. that time. Right. Right. I don't know okay. if it's JT or JD. I think it's JD Note. And is he is he a junior or a senior? I can't remember. JD Note, not JT. I think he's a uh, sophomore. Oh, is he a sophomore? Okay, okay. He had to yeah, I need last to... year for his freshman year. Right, right. Okay, all right. So. Again, I, I, I think I, – I mean, again, I, I didn't get to watch the game, but I, kind of what I was counting on was was that Desi Seals was going to be, you know, that leader. Um, and then and then also you say he's going to be the sixth man. So, um, man, I think that's going to be an interesting dynamic. It's going to be an awesome dynamic. Um, all right. Sorry, Taylor. I just I, – you know, I, I wanted to get these questions out here while, while I had them fresh in my mind. So – 
tell us the story uh, that you got. Okay, well, I want to tell this story about Kalen K.K. Robinson, the true freshman. He is from Bryant, Arkansas, and I'm from Bryant, Arkansas. And the coach that he played for was Mike Abrahamson. He played for him his eighth and ninth year. And Coach Abrahamson is entering his 11th year this coming year at Bryant. And I played for him. His first year was my senior year when I played for him when I was the manager. So me and KK played for the same coach. And Coach Abrahamson was the first man to call me when my father passed away. He was the first guy to call me. So, yeah, Coach Abrahamson, I just wanted to give him a shout-out for being the first one to call me when my dad passed away, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, obviously he thought a lot of you, man. And, um, you know, that's, uh, so, so, uh, you were the manager that year. How, um, so what, what, what kind of things, what kind of things did you, uh, uh, did you do for the team? Well, um, my role changed when coach Abrahamson got there. I met Coach Abrahamson on May 10th, 2010, and he told me I was going to have a vital role. I was in charge of airing all the balls up, washing the uniforms, making sure the guys are doing okay. And then when my stepdad passed away, or I call him my dad, he is my dad, John Watson. Right. When my dad passed away, Coach Abrahamson called me on the phone. He was the first one. Mm-hmm. And he yeah. said, I'll see you at the visitation. And at the visitation that night, he said that if we win the state championship, it was going to be for my dad, John Watson. So I really appreciated Coach wow. Abrahamson saying that. Yeah, yeah. Well, and then, you know, you had a vital role with the team. You know, that it's, you know, sometimes um, being being a the manager of a team and it, 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 it can sometimes be kind of a thankless job, you know, it's because you're doing a lot of stuff behind the scenes, but if you're not doing those things, then it'll, it'll show up eventually. And, and, you know, everything will be in disarray. You know, you, you don't have, you know, uh, the right, the, the right equipment, the right uniforms, you know, for, for the players to play in and, and, uh, but, uh, I mean, I knew you loved it though. You know, oh, because, I did love it. I mean, you're... I got an all-access pass to the locker room, and sometimes that wasn't always very fun, Alex. Oh, really? Going well, in the t- locker room, us, I... the coach was mad sometimes. Oh, I thought you were going to say that it stunk or something. No, it just the coach got really mad. He would bang on stuff and slam stuff, and. Mm-hmm. Well, his guys, his guys obviously weren't doing what what he asked them to do. No, you know, or or maybe, or maybe they just weren't putting forth the effort. Yeah, you know, sometimes, sometimes, a coach has got to, he's got to do whatever he's got to do to fire his his guys or 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 girls up. I mean, you know, uh, you know, girls basketball, man, it can be a. Uh, they can. I, I tell you, you, you've seen you've seen some girls basketball. The, those those girls can play, and they're pretty tenacious on the court too. And yeah, uh, well, I know I, I know for a fact those coaches they're not 
they're not scared to choose somebody out. No. Um, in fact, I mean, sometimes we need it, you know. Uh, so, Alex, what do well, you uh, what do you think about Coach Mike Abrahamson being the first one to call me when my dad passed away? It's always that first call that's kind of special, right? Well, I mean, it's it's a uh, well. First off, it was special that he called you. Um, you know, he he. I guess with him being the first one that called you, he had to have basically dropped whatever he was doing. You know, because I mean you know coaches are pretty busy people. I mean, uh, especially especially successful coaches. You know, they're uh, you know, they're they're going from one thing to the next. And so the fact that he was the first one that called you meant that he had to have just dropped whatever he was doing and made you that number one priority. And so I mean that says a lot for him, you know, and and really I mean how he feels about you. And so I mean that's I mean that says a lot. Is he still uh coaching there at Bryant? Yeah, he's about to enter his 11th year. Okay. All right. Very good. Well, um And what do you think about me and KK playing for him to not together but for the same coach? Yeah. Yeah, that's 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 awesome, man. I mean, you know, there's that's a that's a cool connection you got there and um you know, he, he's a freshman this year, and, you know, I, I don't know, man. I mean, it's not looking good for us to be able to attend the game this year together, um, but maybe maybe next year if he's, you know, if he's not like a, a one-and-done player, you know, um, maybe if he's playing with Arkansas next year, you know, we'll be able to go to a game and maybe we'll get to see him. Because um, KK was the greatest I mean, point guard in Bryant history. I want to make it a mission to meet him, too. Yeah. What uh would you would he would he remember you? Well, I don't know. Coach Abrahamson would probably remember me, but not KK. Oh, okay. Because, because well, yeah, that's right, because you were there in twenty ten and and he was there like well, I guess seven or eight years later. Yeah. So so yeah, that that's probably the case. But um so he's been there eleven years. So yeah, okay. All right. Now, now, now it's all clicking. Now it's making sense, the timeline and everything. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, man, I, I, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure coach is, is, uh, was proud to, to have you, have you there by his side. And, and again, I mean, he, he had to have thought a lot of you. Uh, you must have, you must have done a, an awesome job as, as, as manager there. Um, I just wanted to but me uh, and KK played for Coach Abrahamson, and that's my story, Alex. Yeah, that's awesome, man. Thank you for sharing. You're welcome. I think uh, I think that would uh, conclude our first quarter, uh, Taylor. And you know, I think we're going to just uh, jump right into that second quarter here. And um, it's Saturday afternoon. Uh, we've got a got a few more hours before. Arkansas takes on the Florida Gators. Uh, now, Taylor, um, what's your thoughts on this game? Um, you know, let's let's get into it. All right. Well, listeners, I hope you enjoyed that first quarter in my story. Now, let's get into the second quarter. So, the second quarter is going to be talking about the Florida game 
And Alex, I really don't expect Arkansas to win, but what I want to see is us go out and compete and play hard and never give up. And I really think that we're going to be playing for Coach Pittman, who is not going to be there tonight. Yeah, yeah. I suspect that if uh, if we see any fire uh, out of the Razorbacks, it'll be kind of one of those, you know, let's let's win one for the Gipper kind of kind of dynamics. I think, uh, of course, I think I, I think all in all, we, we we are at a disadvantage that he's not there, of course. Um, but you know, I mean, Barry Odom was the head coach at Missouri. He 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 has fulfilled that role before, and this is not anything that he hasn't done before. Um, of course, you know, is that going to take away from from what he's going to do uh, defensively? Um, is he going to have one of his assistants step up and, and, and maybe help with the defense more? Or is he just going to give uh, pretty much uh, free reign uh, to, to our offensive coordinator um, as far as the offensive side of the ball? Um, who knows? I mean, it's going to be an interesting dynamic. Uh, now, as far as we know, I don't think uh, any players on either team are, are out for um, – uh, for COVID. Is that correct, Taylor? That is correct. But I have some news I'd like to share about Florida. Okay. Uh, their star tight end, Kyle Pitts, will not play in tonight's game because of a concussion. Mm, so he's on the protocol. Huh? Yeah. Um. So, and, and I don't know much about, about, Florida's offense other than it seems like that they seem to be averaging um, at least in the high thirties or lower 40 points in a game. So, so they're putting up the numbers, they're putting up the yards. Um, Is that tight end? What what was that? A, uh, is that going to be a significant um, uh, drawback for them? Well, he was leading the SEC in receiving yards and touchdowns. So, yes, I think it's going to be pretty significant. Okay. All right. Okay, then. So, you know, I believe that earlier this week you said that – well, I mean, I, I think you said just now that you don't expect Arkansas to win. But it sounded as though – I think. Didn't you say that you you expected them to lose like forty one to fourteen or something like that? Yes, I said forty one um, to fourteen. Is that? Are you going to update that score now with this new information, or are you going to stick with it? I'm going to update it, Alex. Okay, yeah, give us an update. Okay, so my new score is going to be Florida forty two, Arkansas twenty eight. Okay. All right. So, um, so you definitely think that we have four touchdowns in us. Yes. So I want to, I want to break that down then. I want to break down. Where do you think those touchdowns are going to come from? Are any of them going to be a defensive touchdown? So like say for instance, is it a fumble recovery touchdown or a pick six? Um, or are we looking at all of these t- – or maybe even special teams, you know? 
special teams is, um, well, not done very well this season. Um, but uh, are we looking at a return kick or return punt? Or are all these going to be coming off the offense? I think that Mike Woods will get the first touchdown at about the 20-yard line in the red zone. Mm-hmm. And I think Rakeem Boyd will get the next one on the goal line. And then I think Traylon Smith will get one about a 15-yard run. And then I think Traylon Burks will get the last one from about, about the 25. Okay, so, so, so definitely going to be spreading the wealth as far as, as, far as the, our offensive strategy goes. Um, what are just just curious, man? Um, what are your thoughts on? I I kind of I'm kind of getting the the vibe that maybe we should start using Smith uh, running the ball more than Boyd. In, in fact, I I mean I'm pretty sure uh, there's been a game or two where that's happened, but well, I mean mo, mo, it's it's mostly been due to the fact that Raheem Boyd was out, but I. I gotta say, it seems like Smith is having a lot more success running the ball. Um, what do you think? I would agree with that, man. So do you? Do you think you think uh, you think Smith is going to be uh, maybe getting more touches on the ball? I do. Okay. All right. I uh, I, I I I would have to agree. Um, I think. Uh, um. Oh, dang. Sorry, I was watching this Indiana-Michigan State game, and it looked like they might have halfway blocked a punt there. Uh, Indiana's still beating Michigan State 24-0, to man. Uh, it, is, it is not going well for them, uh, Michigan State. But, um, anyways, I digress. Um, so, Taylor, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make a, make a bold prediction. Um, Florida is a good team and Florida, Florida beat Georgia rather well the other yes. day. Um, and they, they put a lot of points on them and Georgia has been considered to be the best defense in the league. Uh, when maybe Arkansas being the second best, um, I mean, I could be wrong on that, but I mean, I mean, I mean, that's, that's just my thoughts. Um, you know, I, I don't have any statistics to back that up, but, uh, I mean, the, the overwhelming amount of interceptions by our defense, uh, has to, has to be enough for, for us to be put, put us in that, in that category. Um, I feel like Arkansas has it in them to win this game. This Arkansas team is not the same Arkansas team that we saw against Georgia at the first of the year. They're more seasoned. They're they're more experienced. They're fired up. They play for their coach. They play for their coaches. And I think I think I think there's going to be a lot of emotion in this game. And I think um I think they're going to pull it off. And my uh my prediction is thirty four to twenty seven Arkansas. Uh now. <laughs> Again, I, 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 and and there, there's also there's also another element of this. 
man, Arkansas is due to win a game against Florida. They're just due for it. We and 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 I'm going back. I'm going back over ten years, if not, I don't know, maybe over ten years. That game where the awful officiating cost us the game uh, against Florida. I think it was. Correct me if I'm wrong. It was either oh, it was 2007, or 2008, 2009. I cannot 2009. remember. 2009. I think it was ten. It was Tim Tebow's last year. Yeah, at, it was 2009. And um, I just remember watching that game with some friends of mine. We were in Shreveport, um, ready to go watch a concert, and we're watching watching the game in a hotel. And I just I, I can't even remember all the specifics, but I and maybe you can fill us in, but. I just remember we were the better team that day, and it was it, there was just some awful calls, and uh, and again, I just I, I feel like I feel like this has got the makings for an upset, and it's twenty twenty, anything can happen, and it maybe maybe I'm being a little bit too much hopeful, but. Um, I, I, I think we're going to see uh, a very hard-fought game, and I think Arkansas is going to prevail. Well, I hope um, you're right. I hope so, anyways. Yeah, and and as far as as far as how we're going to get those scores, um, you know, 34 points. So so that's going to mean uh, roughly four touchdowns, and then I guess what, what would that be? Three field goals. Um, I think. Uh, I think we're going to see um, a couple of touchdowns by Traylon Burks today, and, uh, and and I'm going to go along with you too. If we manage to get within three yards, um, I think Raheem Boyd is going to be able to punch in a score. Um, but then I also think Traylon Smith might be able to punch in uh, a long uh, a long run. You know, like like I mean. He he gets he gets through and you know we might be looking at a thirty or forty yard touchdown run if not if not more I, I again man I, I'm I know it's bold but it's and, and maybe it's mostly just wishful thinking but man it it would be so awesome to see something like that so that's my prediction um, another thing an X factor that we need to take into account is that Franks, Felipe Franks played at Florida. There may be, I don't know, a little animosity, a little maybe extra competitiveness that we'll see from, from Felipe today. I I hope we see that. I hope we see um, uh, that competitiveness, but I also hope that we uh, don't see him taking you know, maybe more chances than what he should. Uh, I hope he plays smart. If he plays smart, but then he has this maybe chip on his shoulder, which is not a, I mean, not really a bad thing to have. Um, I, I think we might be seeing some, something special out of him tonight. Um, but uh, what, what are your thoughts on that dynamic, Taylor? 
Well, I think Felipe is going to be motivated to play because, you know, he spent three years at Florida, and I think I think he's going to try to come out and play well. Yeah. Yeah, I think so, too. I just I just hope that he doesn't feel like he's got to put everything on his shoulders either because he's, uh, he's got a lot of talented um, receivers, and uh, um, he's getting – I mean, we, we do have a running game. Um, we've seen it before, and – We've got some options, um, but uh, man, let's. Uh, man, I'm getting I'm getting ready for the game though. Um, T minus, uh, we 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 got less than four hours to game time. So, um, Taylor, do you have anything else before we before we head into halftime? Well, I just want to tell our listeners we had a little bit of a hiccup, didn't we, Alex, with our connection, right? Yeah, yeah, we're going to try to splice it all together. Hopefully they won't even notice it. Um, but uh at any rate, that's what we got to deal with and and we we're, we're, we're going to deal with it. Um but uh but yeah, if you if you hear something kind of wonky, you may be towards the the tail end of the second quarter. That's what was up. But uh anyways, dude, um next time we talk uh, is going to be after the game this evening. So let's, uh, let's hope for the best. And, um, I just wanted to say, so your score, what was your score again, Alex? 34, 27, Arkansas. 34, 27, Arkansas. Okay. And mine's 42 to 28, Florida. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So I hope I'm wrong. We'll, I hope you are too. <laughs> um, but but then again, you you may be the the only one of us that's 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 got maybe realistic expectations too. You know, um, we'll we'll just have we'll just have to see. You know, I I think I think it's going to be way more competitive than what most people uh, think it will be. Um, but anyways, guys, this is the end of the second quarter. We're going to be, uh, getting back to you, um, probably, probably in about seven hours from now, I would, I would be guessing that is unless we're going into, you know, quadruple overtime. Um, at any rate, we'll, we'll, we'll be trying to get back with y'all, uh, as soon as the game's over. Uh, we'll see you then. Hey, listeners, welcome back. This is the second half of our um, podcast. I'm grateful to be back with Alex. Alex, how are you doing, man? Hey, man, I, I'm doing all right. Um, that was a rough game, wasn't it? It was very rough, but I was impressed that we got 35 points, man. Yeah, I, I got to say, I, I mean, while our um... – well, I mean, first off, you you called it that they were gonna they they were gonna lose, um, but then we, we we both came pretty close to how many points we thought Arkansas was capable of getting. Yes, um, you know. So, uh, and then also, I think you made some pretty good predictions on uh, um, on some scores. Uh, I think I think you you called the first score actually. Yep. Um. Uh, that, that touchdown pass to Woods, which, I mean, dude, once I saw Franks get set, 
I mean, I knew, I knew that he was going to put one, he, he was dialed in, you know? Um, and, and I, I kind of, well, I think, I, well, yeah, in uh, Tra- Traylon Smith, he had that long touchdown and I was, I was kind of thinking that he was going to have a long touchdown run. And I mean, I was kind of thinking maybe 40 or 50 yards, but dang, I think it was like close. It was over 70 yard touchdown for him that in the, uh, there, right, Taylor? That's right. Yeah. Um, so what other thoughts you got on the game? Well, I didn't expect Arkansas to win, but I don't think they gave up, and so I'm happy about that. And I don't know if you heard about this after the game. All of the Florida players stayed on the field to greet Felipe. Oh, I didn't know that. Because you know um, it was his former team. And so, and so, did they do it out of? I mean, what was it? Because you know they wanted to see their former teammate, or was it? I mean, because I mean, I, I'll be honest with you. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not expecting. I never did expect to hear Florida being gracious or anything like that. But yeah. So, so, so this was this was a good thing that they did, huh? Yes, it was right after the game. Okay. Okay. Well, that's, that's great. That's great to hear. Good sportsmanship. Um, you know, uh, I know Frank's, I know he, he was probably a little disappointed in the outcome. Um, he had a decent game though. Um, he went 15 uh, out of 19. Yeah. Um, no interceptions. I don't believe. Nope. Um, and then, uh, of course, uh, Arkansas did get, I, I, I kept on telling you, Taylor. Taylor, we're we're gonna get an interception at some point. I I, I can feel it. Um, we did have one at late in the game, but it was kind of after everything had kind of gotten away from us. Um, yeah. Um, so final score sixty three to thirty five, I believe. Is that correct? That's correct. Yeah, and we're 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 recording this the day after. Um, so uh, kind of kind of had some time to get our thoughts together on the game um so uh where do we go from here you think you think we're going to be be able to bounce back next week well next week we face the lsu tigers in fayetteville and uh that, i really yeah, think that, that's a winnable game well i i believe it is too um lsu is well they're just not the team they were last year um they don't have the quarterback, you know, they don't have, uh, um, you know, that they, they've been struggling. Um, was it safe, you know, or is it safe to say that it's a one or was a one year wonder last year? Oh, you can't say that LSU is a one year wonder. I mean, they're, uh, if anything, um, the years where they're mediocre is few and far between. Um, yeah, I, I would, I would say, if anything, this is a um, just a not a a typical year as far as LSU football goes. Um, yeah. Of course, they've been they've been quote unquote plagued by uh, COVID this week. They weren't mm-hmm. able to play against Alabama, and you know who knows? I don't know if that's going to spill over into this week or not. Um, I think they said they should be okay this week. Yeah. Um, yeah, hopefully so. Um, you, you you just never know though, because 
there could be some players who got exposed and and then they're going to test positive now and where whereas the other ones are going to be recovered and it's uh i'll tell you it's it's a uh it's a crazy season man um but yeah hopefully everybody will be well and uh um symptom free negative and uh and hopefully sam pittman will be um back in back in his role and uh do do you think you, you know going back to the game do you think that um if arkansas had been playing up to their capability that we know that they they because i mean that the defense the defense just wasn't doing so great last night obviously i mean you know florida hanging 63 points on them um you know our offense i mean i i mean our offense probably had their best game all year um but i tell you man um florida has an elite quarterback yeah that was his heisman coming out party last night uh, I would say so, and, and the thing is, is I mean, he he hadn't even really been on my radar, but I mean, if you look if you look back at his last five games, he's been he's been performing um, at an elite status, and then last night he was just showing out. I mean, he thread the needle. I mean, he was he had a near perfect game. I mean, there was just nothing that we could do to stop him. I mean, of course, I kind of wonder if we would have changed a few things in our secondary if if he may have not been able to uh get some of those throws in that, that he did um and then of course on our side of the ball on the on our offensive side our offense was not offering very much pass protection for Felipe Franks they were doing pretty good at open up holes on the run but on the pass off or the pass uh the pass rush, I mean, Felipe Franks, how many times did he get sacked last night? More than he should have, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so, Taylor, what, what's uh, – uh, any final thoughts on the game? Well, I'm proud of the way Arkansas played. They just ran into a better team, don't you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Keep on going. What's uh, – what's what, – well, any other thoughts? I just um, – I'm very thankful that uh, Felipe Franks chose to leave Florida and come to Arkansas. I know he has a lot of great friends in Florida, and it was great to see the great sportsmanship. And I just hope we can come on back and beat LSU next week. Yep. Yep, very good. And I think Coach Pittman will be back, so that's great news. That that that's what we're hoping for. Um, you know, I think uh, you, you know he's gonna have to he's gonna have to test negative a a couple of times before they're gonna let him on the sideline. But is it two times um, or three times? I think it's three, from what I hear. Okay. And from what I've and from what I hear, I, I well I haven't heard of him testing negative for a test yet. So we'll uh. We'll be keeping keeping him in our prayers, and uh, hopefully, uh, hopefully well, that'll happen. Um, that that is, he'll he'll be he'll get tested negative. Yeah. Um, 
So, so with that, Taylor, um, I think unless you got anything else to to add, um, uh, you know, we can we can probably end our third quarter and head right into that fourth quarter that we typically do for a typical podcast. Um, and uh, Taylor, um, you know, I, I'm not sure how much discussion we're going to get out of this, but I just I just decided to uh, um, to pick a, a scripture. And I just kind of wanted to get your thoughts on it. Um, that scripture is Second uh, Corinthians four seven through nine, uh, and it's and it goes like this. But we have this treasure in jars of clay to show that the surpassing power belongs to God and not to us. We are afflicted in every way, but not crushed, perplexed but not get driven to despair, persecuted, but not forsaken, struck down, but not destroyed. And so, Taylor, as I read that to you, um, just give me some thoughts on that. I just think that that's very encouraging, and it just reminds us of, you know, God's love for us, and he's always going to be with us, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it's, you know, it's talking about jars of clay, um, you know, and, and you know, I think what what that signifies is um, it's, it, it's supposed to signify kind of like weakness and fragility on our part. Yes. Um, and, you know, and, and we can... We can sometimes break easily. We, um, and it doesn't really take much for for you know a, a jar a jar that's made of clay to to get broken, right? Right. Yeah, and you know, in many areas of the scripture, there's a reference to the potter and the clay. You know, where God's the potter and we're the clay. And then, uh, you know, it's a reminder that, you know, we're the clay being molded by, by God, who's, who's the potter. Right. Um, you know, and it's never the clay who decides what it'll be or, or it's able to turn itself in its masterpiece. It's up to the potter who needs it, forms it and shapes it into whatever it's to be. Um, but with that being said, though, you know, like, you know, that, that verse starts out with, you know, we're jars of clay, but then, but then it reassures us that, you know, even though, you know, something may happen, you know, we're, we, we may be perplexed by something. We're not driven to despair. Uh, were persecuted but not forsaken, struck down, not destroyed. I mean, I take that as, you know, it, and we've talked about this a lot in prior podcasts, but um, trying to um, to deal with disappointment, you know, uh, lots of disappointment. We talked about that one time in a podcast, right, Taylor? Yes, disappointment. That's one of my favorite things to talk about, how we grow from disappointment, man. Yeah, and, and to persevere, and so so I guess I was just I was thinking about those prior podcasts where we talked about that, and 
And this this verse really kind of kind of uh, just hit me um, uh, on that, you know. So again, uh, you, you know, we can look at this game. I mean, Arkansas got you know sixty three points hung on them. Um, are we? I mean, at that moment, did we feel like we were broken? Did those players on the field feel broken? Well, maybe. Maybe. I mean, they felt down. But, again, they, they're they able to go on and fight another day. You know, okay, well, this happened. But, you know what, we can't let it get us down because, you know what, we got LSU next week. Right. Same thing with us. You know, anybody who's – who's a Christian, who's living that Christian walk, um, we're going to have bad days, but we can't dwell on that. No. We got to keep, we, we can't be, we can't be perplexed. You know, we can't be just dwelling on or despairing. And, you know, it's, again, it's, it's a very reassuring verse to me. Um, yes, it is. You know, because, you know, because uh, Paul, you know, he was talking to the Corinthians there. You know, they they had seen uh, quite a bit of turmoil um, uh, back in that time, and uh, you know, again, I mean, it's 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 tough to be a Christian. It's tough to do the right thing, isn't it, Taylor? It is very tough. Yep. Yeah. So, uh, and and. Taylor, you know, I, I think, you know, things are tough right now because, um, you know, we're, we're kind of having getting into that point where we might have to start hunkering down some more, yeah. you know, kind of like what we did last or, uh, maybe, maybe back in the spring. Um, what's, uh, what's helping you get through, um, uh, these tough times? Well, the number one thing that's helping me get through this is just knowing that it will end. It's not going to last forever. And mm-hmm. my mom have been talking, and hopefully by summertime next year, I'll be able to go back to work. So I've been keeping yeah. contact with all my friends over the phone, and I emailed all my staff and got emails back from them. So I'm staying in touch. I'm just trying to get through it and know that it's going to end yeah yeah that's the thing that's the thing you know there's there's a season and uh for for everything and um you know uh I, i take comfort in knowing that god um sees the end from the beginning right you know so so and uh i think our faith is gonna see us faith in him is going to see us through this. And, uh, and, and, and I think, I think Taylor, you know, faith in God, but then, you know, you, you mentioned it earlier, like, you know, just texting each other and everything. So, um, guys, if you're listening to this, um, man, let, let's, let's check in with one another. You know, I mean, I know, I know a lot of folks who listen to this podcast are, you know, either friends of Taylor's or friends of mine or friends of both of ours. Um, you know, don't hesitate to text us if you have our information. But then if you don't have our information and if you're on the Facebook page, 
check in there. Um, check in with us and, and let's keep these connections going because they're more, it's more important than ever to, to check up on everybody. And, and, you know, that's, that's what me and Taylor do. You know, we, you know, that we, we text each other, we call each other, we do this podcast. It's, it's, it's keeping us, (laughs) it's keeping us sane, you know? Yeah. Um, uh, or at least in, you know, well, I don't know, Taylor, you're, 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 there, there's probably no way that you're, you're ever going to be sane. You're, you're the most insane guy I know. <laughs> you're crazy. Um, but, but if we can keep, if, if we can keep Taylor leveled out, that's, that's what we need to do. We, we, we need to keep him from, from just going, going crazy, you know, cause you don't want to see Taylor go crazy. And Alex, you've it's been a, to Razorback games with me, right? So you know, I know, I know what crazy looks like, and it's and it's sitting beside Taylor, or well, it's well, it's sitting beside me at a Razorback game when I go with Taylor Stallnacker. So, uh, dude, dude will embarrass the heck out of me, I tell you. Um, but uh, anyways, I kid, man. Hey, but that's why um, it's called the Die Hard Razorback Fan Podcast, right? Die Hard. Yeah, that's that's you, buddy. That's you. So, anyways, guys, hope y'all enjoyed uh, this podcast. I think we're gonna wrap things up. Uh, Taylor, do you have any parting words for uh, for the listeners? Well, I just want to say thank you for listening, and I wanted to give a shout out to Mike Abrahamson. And Kalen, K.K. Robinson, K.K., I hope I get to meet you one day. I hope you have a great season, and I'm from Bryant, and I hope you uh, have a great season and just play hard, and I look forward to hopefully meeting you one day. I'm from Bryant, so I've been following you, and good luck, man, and I'll talk to you all later. Woo pig, baby!